Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So Tootsie Pop rappers with a Native American chief and star will give you free candy and gives you good luck. I definitely heard free candy. Like that was okay. The, if you had that, it was free candy. I don't know where you get like. There, there's no process set up for that. Like, who do you t- talk to about your free candy? But I heard that as a kid. <laughs> there's no process. You're well, so right, though. There's no process for you to get your free candy. Like, well, yeah, really I mean, there, there's not like a number printed on the inside of the wrapper that <laughs> oh, says like, call no. if you know you got free. If you find it, call yeah. us. <laughs> Hey, Science Pals, it's Grace. I am back with you this week. Unfortunately, Josh has the COVID. Aw, sad. So he's not going to be joining us this week, which means we're getting another replay leading us up to the 100th podcast episode. I know, I'm just as excited as you guys are. Hopefully, we'll have more details in our next Snappy Science or on our Instagram page. So make sure you guys are following us there on Instagram. It's at Random Theory Pod on the gram. Uh, and we are getting ready to do the 100th episode. We're really excited. We're trying to figure it out, how to get everyone in on a Zoom call, hang out for a little while, and just like answer some fun questions and like chat with you guys. It's going to be all about our community, the Random Theory family, you know, our science pals, you know who you are, OGRT, till the very end. And it's really exciting. I can't believe we're rolling up on episode 100. And to celebrate that, why don't I read a rating and review? That's right, a rating and review from one of our loyal OGRT science pals. This week, our rating and review is coming from Apple Podcasts. It's from Jandal, I think, 1013. And they said, fun facts and great chemistry, dot, dot, dot. And they get five stars. I'm assuming you're talking about the great chemistry being Josh and I. <laughs> get it? Because, you know, chemistry, like actual chemistry. And then, you know, like the chemistry. Between- yeah, anyway. Okay. Uh, they gave us five stars and they said, love every episode you do. Me and my 13-year-old son, PJ, love listening to your podcast in the mornings before he leaves for school. We're longtime T-Core fans. Oh, I love that. PJ, keep being awesome. Keep hanging out with your parents because they sound like some really cool people. So 10 out of 10, recommend hanging out with them. They sound awesome. And they left us a beaker, a lab coat, and a test tube. That's how you know they're a real science pal. They also left a knock-knock joke. So, Josh, if you're listening, this one's for you. Hopefully, it makes you feel better. Knock-knock. I guess this doesn't really work with one person, does it? You guys say who's there. Knock-knock. Lena. Lean a little closer, and I'll tell you a scientific fact. (laughs) I bet you guys were expecting that one. I wasn't. And if you lean in a little closer, we're going to get into some urban myths right after this break. All right, guys, urban myths. Does gum stay in your stomach for seven years? I don't know. You're going to have to listen to this podcast. Actually, I do know. 
but you're going to have to listen to this podcast to find out. We'll see you for the 100th episode. See you guys super soon. Enjoy this podcast replay. If you don't know what an urban myth is, it's a humorous or horrific story or piece of information circulated as though true, especially one portraying to involve someone vaguely related or known to the teller. In other words, it's a fictional tale that circulates widely as told and retold with different details and is supposedly true. So an example of this would be like... Um, you can't go outside with wet hair because you'll catch a cold. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that one for sure. So the the example we're going to use is the spider bite. Um, and it's possibly one of the most or more believed urban myths. And this one tells a tale of a young person, often a traveler who's been bitten by a spider or an ant. And then when they get home, the victim experiences a hatching uh, where a parasitic baby spider or ant bursts out from underneath their skin. Uh, and just so you know, this is not physically possible. Like, it can't happen. It's basically, like, the big thing where, like, it was used in Alien and, like, yeah. in Stephen King's Dreamcatcher um, and in Stephen Meyer's The Host. So it's basically been used a ton throughout storytelling. Yeah. There was a book that I read as a kid, and I think we've talked oh. about it on here. They made it into a movie recently, like, a couple years ago, but it was called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh. That sounds awful. First of all, it had a like, terrifying cover. It was like this abstract drawing of a dude. Uh, it was Ew. really weird. But <laughs> it was like a, you know, it was billed as like a children's book in, you know, sure. uh, school libraries. But it had like horrific stories. And there was one that was this. Uh, it was like the spider, you know, bit this yeah, girl. Yeah. Or I think she, I don't know if it was a, like she knew that she was bitten. They thought it was like a zit or something, but then it, you know, it obviously like grows and then explodes yeah. with spite. But then when they made the movie, I saw the movie and it had that scene in it and I, it was uh, awful. I lost nope. it. Couldn't nope. have it. Yeah. But just so you guys know, like there is, this is like not physically possible. Like it is an urban myth. You cannot get a spider that lays babies under your skin. And that's that. Thank goodness. <laughs> Thank goodness. Literally. Thank goodness. So another legend that we do not know, well, actually Josh doesn't know if it's true or false. I've done the research, so I'm going to ask Josh if these are like true or false. Okay. Um, okay. You will die from eating Pop Rocks and soda together. Okay. So I've definitely heard this one. Mythbusters did an episode on it, and I have seen the episode, but I do not remember what happened in it. I'm going to go out on a limb and say you probably cannot die. Like you're not going to... I, I don't think Pop Rocks and Carbonation have the power to do that. So I'm going to say you're you're definitely not going to die. You're definitely not going to die. So you're right about that. Okay. Congratulations. Whoa. You're one for one. All right. This actually came from this thing called Little Mikey. Um, okay. He was known to all kids thanks to his television fame. Um, yet few people actually knew his real name. So the rumor that he had died when his stomach exploded from mixing Pop Rocks and soda first started circulating in the 70s. And things got so bad with this urban legend that the FDA took out a full page ad in 45 major publications and set up a hotline to assure anxious parents and teachers that their little sweeties were going to be safe and okay. Like, could you imagine the horror of that? Like, <laughs> They had to have a hotline. A hotline. And they had to take out a whole, like, page in, like, wow. publication to, like, stop this. Yeah. 
basically all it is is the carbon dioxide within the pop rocks is released which causes the fizzing sound um, of the which the candy is known for mm-hmm. uh, well neither you nor your stomach will explode when you digest pop rocks and soda together the excess amount of gas in your stomachs will need to be released so uh, be prepared for lots of burping farting sure all the good things that happen yeah. when you have carbon dioxide in your body in excess. You'll feel really bloated, essentially, because you just got air building up. You just got lots of gas. Lots of gas. You're big really ga- pumping yourself full. <laughs> big gas moment. Yeah, yeah. Big gas, big gas. I don't know how this, like, I mean, obviously, we know how it started. Yeah. But for that to be so believable, I can totally see kids on the playground, though, being like, you can't mix those together. Like, you will die. Yeah, I mean, it's a total, like, little kid. Like, I'm sure I heard that as a, as a kid, oh, yeah. too, of, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. You can't mix those together. <laughs> It'll kill you. Your stomach will Literally. explode. Okay, what about this one? Cracking okay. your knuckles causes arthritis. I Okay, this is interesting. I have definitely heard this a lot, I have especially too. from older people like my grandparents. Mm-hmm. But I do not know. I guess I've just never been uh, motivated enough to look <laughs> look into it. <laughs> <laughs> so and you I just don't, like accepted it for true. Yeah, but like I don't think I... I don't think I've ever like told anyone else that. So I, I guess sure. I, I don't feel bad for like believing false information because I'm not actually spreading it. Right. Um, yeah. I, I also don't really crack my knuckles that often. Um, oh, I'm, not I'm a, a big knuckle cracker. I'm literally doing it right now. So tell me, does it cause arthritis? It does not. It is false. Oh. So no arthritis is going to happen. Like you're not going to do that to your body over time. Give yourself arthritis. I remember hearing about it in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Like I remember I had one teacher that was so passionate about it. She was like, don't ever crack your knuckles. Don't crack your... Like, she was so passionate about it. Like that's a, why I'm like, I'm like what? what a weird thing to be passionate about. <laughs> yeah, like she would hear one of us like in class pop our finger, and I don't know, she just like didn't like the sound of it, and so yeah. this worked really well for her to be like, don't do that because it'll cause arthritis. And like we're like eight, we don't know what arthritis <laughs> is. Like yeah, that does, I'm like what. So according to several studies, no, this urban legend likely evolved because mild swelling can occur when knuckles are vigorously cracked or because the irritation others feel when someone next to them is cracking their knuckles. So Uh, there you go. But yeah, studies have said that this will not cause you to get arthritis. I don't really get... You're just really irritating someone. I don't really get the irritation. I I don't get irritated if people are cracking their knuckles. Yeah, I don't understand that either, but I also feel like it could relate back to the ASMR podcast we did where people get irritated when they hear you chewing. Oh, yeah. Next legend. Your stomach can explode from drinking Coke and eating Mentos together. Okay. I I feel like I actually, you know, like Coke and Mentos is such a big thing. Yeah. But I I don't think it, I, I haven't heard the stomach explode angle as much as Pop Rocks with Coke and Mentos. Yeah, I feel like with this one, I always heard that like your your mouth is just gonna like fizz like crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say false because we did pop rocks, and I and I assume it's just a similar situation. Okay, so the fact is, um, and this actually comes from the Coca Cola website itself. Oh wow! This is literally from their website, word for word. 
No, this is an urban myth. It's true that putting Mentos in a bottle of Coca-Cola will cause an impressive fountain of soda to erupt from the bottle. In fact, carbonated water, sparkling wine, and other soft drinks will have a similar effect. However, you won't get the same effect from eating Mentos after drinking Coca-Cola. The eruption you get when you mix Mentos and Coca-Cola is caused by the rough coating of the candy, which results in lots of bubbles forming rapidly on the surface when placed in a carbonated beverage. But the coating begins to dissolve the moment you eat it, so you won't get the same reaction within your stomach. There it is. Fun thing about Mentos and Coke, if you ever see like a Mentos and Coca-Cola reaction outside of a Coca-Cola bottle, it is most likely not a Mentos and Coke reaction because the second you pour Coca-Cola out, it loses a ton of carbonation and you will not get the same reaction. It like barely foams. So that's why you won't see it without the coca-cola bottle like we've tried it plenty of times on t-core and it never works even if you try to recarbonate it it just does not work the bottle is a key element to get Mm -hmm. the fountain but like i always assumed whatever ingredients in the mentos somehow reacted with coca-cola to cause it Mm -hmm. but it's not that it's literally just the coating on the outside of it yeah it's literally the surface area yeah it's like creating bubbles yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's really cool. Yeah. You would think it would be the whole candy itself, but it's literally yeah. just that very, very thin outer layer. It's kind of crazy, honestly. Totally. Okay. Here's a good one. Okay. True or false. This is another urban legend. We okay. only use 10% of our brain. I mean, def- yeah, again, definitely heard this. Wasn't there even like a movie made about it where they like they developed a drug to like harness the other whatever yes. 90% I don't know I don't even remember yeah what I know exactly what you're talking about I think like Scarlett Johansson was in it who knows mm-hmm. I'm gonna say false I feel like we definitely don't utilize our entire brain but I also I, I don't know I feel like it's uh, that's a murky definition of like what is utilize well, you know what does it even mean like what is right. using it mean I don't know but I'm gonna say like that exact thing of like 10% is false you are correct yeah. So it is really tempting to believe that if you can unlock the other 90% of the brain, you'll become a genius or a martial arts superhero. But unfortunately, mm. there is some very solid evidence that we are constantly using 100% of our brain. In fact, MRI scans showed that even simple activities require almost all of our brain to be active. While there's still a lot to learn about the brain, research continues to fill the gaps between fact and fiction. Oh, wow. So uh, so we are generally using 100%. Then. Yes. Like we have talked about so many times on this podcast, the brain is a weird thing because it essentially named itself. It is brain. And It is brain. You are brain. (laughs) We are brain. (laughs) You are brain. I am brain. We are brain. But yes, I I mean, it is it is very interesting to think that. But also, once you think about it, you're like, wait, if I'm only using 10 percent, like what about the other 90? Like, what would that be doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was when I was saying, like, I didn't think we were using 100 percent. I think more it was like we're not using it in maybe the way that we would think using it is defined but i don't know i think the crazy part is is your brain is still working when you're sleeping oh it's always working like the only time it stops working is when you're dead yeah even then i'm pretty sure it's still working 
after yeah i think there is like studies that they've taken brain scans like the brain stays active after for a while yeah for a little yeah. while yeah which makes sense it's i mean it still has yeah it still has oxygenated blood, blood in it for a little yeah. bit longer yeah crazy to think about different yeah. thing for a different day if you want a podcast on that yeah. leave a rating and review because i would love to talk about that i think it would be fascinating or email random theory pod at gmail.com yes um we're also one. yeah we're taking uh suggestions there which would be amazing if you want to leave a multitude of podcast ideas. We love yeah. That. Okay. I don't know if you've heard this one. I put it on the list because I heard this growing up. So Tootsie Pop rappers. So like, you know, the Tootsie, Tootsie Pops, right? Sure. How many yeah. to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Dude, that freaking the, owl. The owl. Yeah. <laughs> Are we old for knowing that? I think that's the real know. question here. Uh, we, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> So Tootsie Pop rappers with a Native American chief and star will give you free candy and gives you good luck. I definitely heard free candy. Like that was okay. The, if you had that, it was free candy. I don't know where you get like there. <laughs> there's no process set up for that. Like who do you t- talk to <laughs> about your free candy? But I heard that as a kid. <laughs> there's no process. You're what? so right, though. There's no process for you to get your free candy. Like, well, yeah, I mean, there, there's not like a number printed on the inside of the wrapper that <laughs> oh, says like call not. if you know you got free. If you find it, call yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but whatever. Okay, do you think it's true or false? I'm gonna go false because I don't okay. ever remember hearing of anyone ever of that ever happening. Okay, so you're correct. Dude, k- crushing it right now. I feel like this originated because one kid in the classroom was looking at his thing and didn't have something on his wrapper that everyone else had, but he had or she had the Native American shooting the star. Yeah. And was like, well, this one is lucky and like I get free candy. Like I can totally see a kid <laughs> doing that, you know, like because yeah. they didn't have something on theirs, but like they had that, but no one else did. I can yeah. totally see that being the thing. You know how kids are. They're devious. Kids oh, are kids devious. are the worst. They're so devious. Sorry if you're a kid <laughs> listening to this. You're devious. I was devious. Like you'll do anything <laughs> to get a leg up on another kid. <laughs> oh, you bet. Anything to get just like a little bit of respect. And like, oh, yeah, that's all admiration <laughs> from your classmates Absolutely. to be special, like to be oh, the yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Kids eat that up. Okay. So kids ripping open Tootsie Pops and carefully search for the stars. We're sad to report that you've actually been wasting your time all your life. I still oh. look for the star. Anytime I have a Tootsie Pop, I still look for it. I don't even remember the last time I had a Tootsie Pop. So you ba- we've all basically been wasting our time. I still look for the star every okay. time just because it's like the thing to do but the legend started shortly after the chewy centered lollipops went into production in 1931 these things have been around since 1931 31 wow beginning of the great depression yeah they somehow survived wow but the company has never um had such reward like such a rewards program in place so according to snopes the company still receives about 150 letters per week per week per week wow so for decades, Tootsie Roll sent back letters of regret to prize seekers, but starting in 1982, they created a legend of the Indian rapper to accompany those letters in hopes a good story would dampen disappointment. Oh. 
Okay. But I mean, I mean, doesn't everyone just like want the candy? Honestly? Yeah, who cares? I don't want to, yeah, I don't want a freaking letter. I don't want send the me... legend of the Indian rapper. <laughs> yeah, send me some free Tootsie Pops. Like, come yeah. on. If you're going to take some... the time to send back a letter, throw send in me a couple of Tootsie Pop. Yeah, throw in at least <laughs> you know? like one or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but some big hearted store owners have actually redeemed the Indian star rappers themselves. Okay. And it's actually led to the longevity of the urban legend. Oh, so we there's people like going rogue and doing it themselves. Yeah. So like if a kid comes to them at like a bodega or something or like yeah. comes back to the store and is like, I got an Indian. They'll be like, congratulations. Like give them another Tootsie Pop kind of thing. First but off, Tootsie kid. Pop's like what? 90, 90 cents? 99 cents? Like, come on. Yeah, that's to me. If they're gonna go to that effort to do the letter, like yeah. send a send a sucker with it or something, I don't know. This is a good one. Okay. If you swallow gum, it will stay in your stomach for seven years. Oh yeah, this is the big. This is a big one. I feel like this is a big one. Yeah, dude. I don't even know. This is another one. Like I said earlier, where like I you know it hurt it, and I just never felt compelled to look it up. And honestly, this one is for me believable because no one knows like i have always been terrified of this i've yeah. always been told like do not swallow gum it is so bad for you and sure. i always like, in my head i'm like oh my gosh if i swallow it like this is gonna be so bad for me yeah i mean it makes sense right it does it's gum it's, it's gum this ooey gooey substance like you don't you don't want it on the bottom of your shoe why would you want it in your stomach that's true you know but we're putting it in our mouths so. yeah and chewing, <laughs> chewing it, you know, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Who knows? So it's actually unclear how this myth started, but scientifically speaking, it is absolutely 110% false. Mm. Uh, if this was even somewhat true, there would be evidence in colonoscopies. But as the Scientific American reports, there has never been anything in a colonoscopy that shows uh. gum. Also, if you don't know what a colonoscopy is, it's where they put a little camera up your butt. <laughs> check out your insides <laughs> just just poke around a little bit see what's yeah. up so even though gum is insoluble and can't be fully digested a piece of gum will work its way through the digestive system just like anything else because gum is made of any number of synthetic elastomers or Ooh. rubbers it passes through relatively undisturbed um, and it's pushed out by other food waste as well so it's like corn Basically. So it's definitely not going to line your system, but it's yeah. definitely just going to like flush itself out. Okay. The next one. Legend or truth. Okay. Shaving hair makes it grow back thicker. Yeah. Definitely heard this, but I think I have like heard the explanation on this. So I'm going to go with false. It is false. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a household urban legend and it is that shaving causes hair to grow back Thicker. So although that certainly feels true when dealing with short stubbly hair post shave, there's actually no scientific evidence to back this up. I guess it can make sense why somebody would think that, you know, if you shave, especially if you have like like me, like darker hair, it's very noticeable when that stubble starts coming back in. But that's it. Like it's just <laughs> that's that's why people might think that is it's just it's just how you made <laughs> All right, how many we got left? All right, we got two left. Let's see if you can go all the way through. The fi Oh, my gosh. Don't put that pressure on me. These last two are like my favorite ones. Okay. So legend or fact, 
Okay. Coca-Cola was made with cocaine at one point. I have definitely heard some weird stuff about old-timey Coca-Cola. I'm going to go with true. You are correct. Yeah. So, yes. In fact, trace amounts of cocaine uh, were, in fact, found in the sugary soda at one time, but has been completely removed from the ingredients since 1929. So, if you're drinking Coke, Cola back then, um, you wow. were drinking cocaine. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. The twenties, man. Yeah, wild. It was a really wild time. Truthfully, um, uh, yeah. but before you get all judgy, judgy, know that it wasn't uncommon for medicines of that time to contain cocaine. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Which Coca Cola was originally marketed as? Yeah, that was so. That is what is what I had heard is mm-hmm. Coca Cola was not like an enjoyable beverage it was like a tonic like an old-timey medicine yeah yeah like back in the day all the medicine was cocaine like people were just taking cocaine it was actually just cocaine it was weird the things that they did back then was just not (laughs) it was not good it was not okay but anyway coke contains uh extracts from the coca plant which is also where cocaine comes from i feel like we should not be giving people this knowledge but now you know that cocaine actually comes from a plant yeah. Um, so when it started to become known that cocaine could be harmful, the chemists at Coke did everything they could with the technology of the time to remove trace amounts of cocaine from the extracts used in the beverage. But the minuscule amounts that were left weren't enough to have any effect even on a fly. So there were a little bit of trace amounts in it, but it wasn't going to even like harm a child. It wasn't do it. anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if anyone has like an unopened Coke from 1929 or before. Oh, yeah. I bet that's out there. Yeah. Those people, like if they cracked it open, what it would taste like, number one. It would probably taste terrible. It would probably, yeah, it would probably kill you like the moment you took a sip. Yeah. And our last urban legend and myth of the day, pools will turn red, blue, or black, whatever color you've ever been told in your life if you pee in them. Okay, it's all riding on this. It's all riding on this one, this one moment. Yeah, my whole life is built up to this one moment. <laughs> um, I was definitely told this as a kid. Yeah, I was. I have absolutely heard this. I've seen it in movies. Yep, it's been in tons of movies. Tons of movies. Always some comedy where like a kid or like an, a grown man yeah. pees in a That's pool. That's the thing. Urban myths don't help with the movies. Oh, yeah. Like, all of these have been in a movie at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. It's like our first ever podcast could fit on this list, too. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, then you better go listen to our very first episode of the podcast. You better start scrolling because it's a good one, (laughs) honestly. And it's a good podcast. It was. It was a good first episode. Okay. I am going to go false. You... Oh, are correct. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think every kid has heard about this. Uh, You can't pee in a pool because there's a special chemical and no one knows what the chemical is. Yeah. No one can ever tell you what the chemical is, but it turns the water around you red, blue, green, whatever color you think uh, or have been told. But the point is that everyone will be able to tell that you peed in the pool. 
Yeah. Fortunately for six-year-olds everywhere or 30-year-olds, <laughs> 20-year-olds, everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no such urine-indicating dye exists. I heard blue, I think, was the one that it would turn like like a darker blue. But yeah, that's the thing is like you would always hear, oh, there's this special chemical. <laughs> there's but a special chemical. It was like, well, what's the wh- why are they adding? What is this chemical? And yeah, it was just <laughs> this was just a tactic to shame little kids and I guess to not peeing in a pool, which like I'm here for don't pee in a pool, obviously. Yes, please. Don't. Uh, but yeah, maybe just like tell your kids, try and teach your kids not to do that because it's not a good thing to do <laughs> rather than like. There's a special, yeah. There's a special chemical. (laughs) Like, don't instill the fear of embarrassment into them. Like, yeah, just tell them, hey, it's okay if you have to pee, just get out of the pool. Just get, yeah, (laughs) just leave the pool, uh, and go. Don't make other people swim around in your pee. Totally, dude. That's disgusting. Honestly, this was a fun podcast. I feel like if anyone wants another one of these, come up with your own. Um, and like send them to us in the email and then I will go and do research on them. So if like you've heard this urban myth and you want me to verify, clear it up, use some science, like we can definitely do that. This was fun. Obviously we heard these as kids and we grew up in the United States. I would love (laughs) to hear like some other countries. Oh yes. What are, what are your like urban myths that you heard as a kid growing up? That instilled fear into your soul. <laughs> that, yeah, that terrified you as a kid and you're still hanging on to a little, a little of that yeah. as an adult. Yeah, we'll bust those wide open. All right, Science Pals, that's it. Hopefully you did a little myth busting for this Monday. And we'll be back next week with Josh, of course, for the 100th episode. We're so excited. We're getting everything geared up and ready. And we can't wait to celebrate with you, our awesome family so leave a rating and review and maybe we'll give away something special to uh one of the rating and review people for the hundredth episode so we'll see make sure you guys leave those rating reviews send us emails and of course follow us on instagram so you get all the updates for the hundredth episode and how to join our zoom all right science pals see you in the next one bye Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.